0: hi everyone knows one of the major problems with solar power is that well when the sun goes down it doesn't generate any more power but that is so 2021 thinking this is 2022 we now have ta-da Solar panels that generate electricity at night. They've been developed at Stanford University. It's got to be legit. Look at this. It's reported on NPR here from none other than like a Pulitzer Prize winner with 258,000 followers. It's got to be true. Take that, big oil. We can now generate all renewable power at night because Stanford have done the research and they can generate power at night. Ah, oh, a team of engineers at Stanford University have developed a solar cell that can generate some electricity at night. The research comes at a moment when the number of solar jobs and residential installations are rising just at the nick of time. While solar panels can provide electricity during the day, this device can serve as a continuous renewable power source for both Day and nighttime, according to the study published this week in the Journal of Applied Physics Letters. Stanford University published in applied physics letters. It doesn't get much better, more reputable than this. Look at this. It's in everywhere. Scientists invent solar panels that work at night, harvesting infrared night light at night, provides continuous renewable power source. It uses a process called radiative cooling that allows for 24-hour renewable energy generation. It's just reported everywhere. Look at this. It works and panels work at night. It's on interesting engineering. Radiative cooling might reduce the need for costly batteries in some applications, applications. Oh, if interesting wasn't interesting enough, it's a wonderful engineering. It can generate uh, electricity at night. I oh, look, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. ZME science, it's like being reported everywhere. And as usual in a lot of these articles, well, they don't really give you any details. But look, it's, you know, they color the article. It wasn't until recently the solar energy declined in price and become much more affordable. Some companies have bought into the program. California has incentivized the shift to solar as the something or other continues to happen overseas because well, yeah, that's got to do with uh, solar. Uh, The present CEO of the Solar Energy Industries Association, the National Trade Association, told CNBC that investing in, in energy alternatives is important. And with the global supply uncertainty, we must ramp up clean energy to eliminate reliance on hostile nations for our energy needs. So this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Take that big oil! So of course any engineer with two brain cells to rub together at this point is just going, what's that I can smell? It's not bullshit actually, but it's the enabler of bullshits. (laughs) It's yep, you guessed it, the thermoelectric generator. But to be fair, a few of these articles, if you scroll down far enough, you do actually get the actual data that um, tells you, yeah, this ain't (laughs) the revolution it's made out to be. So after they waffle on about, you know, 1 billion people access to the electricity grid like a real problem. And, you know, such batteries can be prohibitively expensive because obviously, you know, a battery storage is the thing, right? But, you know, yeah, it's it's fairly expensive. Then you've got to have excess solar and not using during the day so that you can use it at night over 24 hours. But so this is like fair enough. So this is why it like, it it ticks all of the social media boxes here to get uh, talked about on these channels. So the team at Stanford University have assembled an off-the-shelf solar cell and added a thermoelectric generator. Our friend, the enabler of many debunking videos, the thermoelectric generator. I love it. The TEG. Um, this is a device that produces currents from the difference in temperature between ambient air and the solar cell itself. Yep. You know it's. You knew. You knew exactly how this was working as soon as you clicked on the video, didn't you? The solar panel turned out to be a very efficient thermal radiator. Very efficient. Says the um stan hugh fan at stanford university research team oh it must be good right so place your bets down below right now <laughs> how many watts per square meter do you think we're going to get out of a solar panel with a thermoelectric generator <laughs> plonked on the bottom of it <laughs> come on Ta-da! the modifier to solar cell was able to generate a power output of 50 milliwatts per square meter, which is 0.04% of the power output of the solar cells during the daytime. Nevertheless, that's still a useful amount of power, enough to power devices like a mobile phone charger or low wattage LED light. (laughs) Take that, big oil. But there's still lots of room for improvement. What's probably most relevant about this approach is that the energy users would have a direct power source at night without the need for battery storage, as batteries can be expensive and not reliable. They also require a lot of energy to be manufactured and can pollute the environment if they are improperly disposed of. 50 milliwatts. Milli. With a little M. Not the big M. Little M. Like, this is pissant energy harvesting stuff. So here it is, this is how it works. The solar cell heats up uh, during the day, and at night time, it has radiative cooling to the open sky like this. It's got thermoelectric generator with a heatsink on the back, and the temperature uh, differential, they say it's a couple of uh, degrees. And then the uh, tag produces a piss-out little bit of current with a minute um, terminal voltage on it, you know, low enough that you have to use proper energy, low-voltage energy harvesting circuits. And then maybe, you know, you can light up an LED all night. (laughs) Whoop-de-doo. So how all this stuff, like, you know, this stuff gets published and then, I don't know, it goes onto to the, the news network thing and then, like, you know, NPR pick it up and once N- NPR have picked it up, I don't know, everyone picks it up and then they all just waffle on these articles and things like that and if you're lucky, like, some of them will actually tell you and then you go right down here, 50 milliwatts, yeah, 0.04% of the solar panel during the day let's actually run the numbers on that, let's get the confuser so look at the panels that i've got on my roof these lg uh ones here 370 watts i know there's better these days but yeah we'll just uh run with the ones that i've got lg by the way if you didn't hear the news um i should have done a video on this They've completely gone out of business. They've, not not LG, but their solar panel business has shut down. So, so much for their 25-year warranty. Yeah, they are claiming that they will, um, technically, like for the next couple of years, honor the warranty or something. But after that, nah, sorry. (laughs) Um, But hopefully, yeah, they're good quality panels. So hopefully my one shouldn't fail. But anyway, there you go. That's news. Anyway, we can um, calculate, um, based on the size of the panel, we can actually calculate the uh, wattage per square meter. So that's 370 divided by uh, 1.7 square meters, about uh, 217 watts per square meter. That's peak power at uh, 1,000 watts per square meter solar insulation. 50 milliwatts divided by 217, I get um, 0.02%. Yeah, so I don't know where they're getting their 0.04% from. Yeah, I'm getting 0.02, so, but it doesn't matter. It's Nafol. And it says somewhere that they're hoping to get double the output of this thing. And that sounds, oh, we're hoping to get double in production, you know, when these things hit production. <gasps> double Nafol is still NAFALL. So before we look at the actual uh, paper here, let's just run some numbers again. I've got 14 panels. That gives me a total of 24 square meters for my fight. just my five kilowatt N-phase, uh system, just the new one I've got installed. And um, if we can actually achieve a peak, output of 50 milliwatts per square meter that gives us 1.2 watts 1.2 watts all night the residual power of my house is about a hundred times that two orders of magnitude it's about 120 watts all night to run like the fridges overnight and just the you know standby uh, power of stuff 1.2 watts eh, that's like maybe one little pissant lead light to read by but meh so let's assume that we could get, say, that one point two watts for say twelve hours. Let's let's say, you know, at best, like fifteen watt hours. What's fifteen watt hours? Well, an eighteen six fifty cell, just a small eighteen six fifty cell you have in your torch, that's about five watt hours. So basically it's like charging up three of those. I mean, charging up three of those during the day takes enough all energy. In fact, let's go to my uh, N phase array here and have a look at a uh, good day. I was peaking at uh, the other day at three point eight uh, kilowatts. So on a good day, just the other day, I was producing uh, twenty-five kilowatt hours. This is fifteen watt hours. That's 006 percent of the energy I produced in that during that day. So if we simply used 0.06% of that 25 kilowatt hours I produced on that day and charged three 18,650 cells, then, well, we get the same amount of energy as this. Wow, fantastic, take that big oil. Come on, it's a joke. Anyway, I'll link in the uh, PDF paper down below. You can check it out. Like, look, I have no problems with this research. It's great. It's the fact that they, you know, they always talk it up. Even the researchers themselves talk it up. And I've done debunking videos before where research, because they have, like, a commercial arm, of their research facilities they have to talk it up and they just like marketing bullshit just starts right and the wank words come in and they just know right similar thing happened here and then all the media outlets just talk it up but it's in the title of the paper right you don't have to read down it's there 50 milliwatts per square meter like so anyone who really has any business writing articles on stuff like this should be able to know that come on 50 milliwatts per square meter. You know, like, surely, like, even, like, Joe Average technical writer um, for some uh, rag somewhere should be able to, you know, do some, like, simple multiplication. I mean, come on. And here's the abstract here. And we achieve 50 milliwatts per square meter nighttime power generation with a clear night sky. So, once again, it's still dependent upon... Like the cloud cover and stuff like that, ironically, um, with an open circuit voltage of 100 millivolts, okay? So, yeah, you can string them together um, and get higher. But, yeah, it's, this is energy harvesting stuff, right? Which is orders of magnitude higher, orders of magnitude higher compared with previous demonstrations. <gasps> and that's what they ran with in some of these articles. Like, you know, they'll, they'll talk it up. Like, they're talking up in their own paper, orders of magnitude higher. It's still 50 milliwatts per square metre. Oh, during the daytime, the thermoelectric generator also provides additional power on top of the electric power generated from the PV cells. Come on, what, 0.06%? <clears throat> Our system can be used as a continuous renewable power source for both day and night time in off-grid locations. And that's the abstract. Come on, right? We're talking like 0.02%, 0.04%, whatever you want to take it as, right? It's NAFFL can run a, like a little torch bowl with it. See, and even down here like first uh, paragraph de- developing a means, that should be to um, extract energy from existing PV cells at night would alleviate the daytime limina- elimination of PV power generation and reduce or eliminate the need for battery storage. Reduce by 0.06%? Come on! This is just, no! Talking up their own research, it's just, no... Anyway, like, you know, apart from that, like, it, it's a good paper, right? They go into all the mathematics there, right, for all you fanboys. Uh, fear, the PV, the Teg, the heatsink, and that's the uh, thermal equivalent uh, circuit there. And they've got all the maths behind it. And we actually get a photo. Here you go. Here's what it actually looks like. There's their prototype, right? So they haven't even done a square meter. <laughs> They're just extrapolating from, like, this tiny little, tiny little thing, right? And is that, like, a styrofoam box around it. Like, as if you're gonna, like, embed like a styrofoam box, and then let's not get into the whole, um, the heat-sinking ability of existing solar panels. They're designed to be as incredibly light and cheap as possible. You know, you're not gonna build, like, in, you know, massive amounts of aluminium that goes into which is very expensive and energy-consuming to actually produce that, to get NAFOL uh, power out of these things, if you want to try and commercialise this somehow, into, like, commercial uh, solar panels. It's just ridiculous. And look at the size of the heat-sink! I mean, it's just Absolutely enormous. This is to get their fifty milliwatts. the Here's the diagram over here. yeah, it's it's a polystyrene insulation around that, so you're going to put insulation around your <laughs> around your solar panels. You can build it in so have massive chunky thermal uh, heatsink aluminium on your um solar panels and cost an absolute fortune to be an environmental nightmare um and then polystyrene insulation around there and heatsink, and giant heatsink, and basically come on come on you know like it's to think that this has anything but just niche academic uh, value like this might be some incredibly niche application somewhere for it but to talk it up as if it's going to, you know, reduce or eliminate the need for batteries at night. It's just it's just absolute bullshit. Anyway, they've, they've, they've got the graphs there, right? It's pretty good. It's only a short paper. I'll link it in down below. But that's, that, that is thoroughly busted. Anyway, that is thoroughly busted. Right in the title of the paper. <laughs> 50 milliwatts per square meter. Anyway, come on. Come on. <laughs> anyway, if you like that, give it a big thumbs up. As always, discuss down below. Catch you next time. <laughs>